Hi, it's Radio G with the Health Hotline. We've made progress, haven't we? We have uh, definitely made a dent in the health reform bill, if that's what you want to call it. Um, and, and this is Wednesday. It's uh, early morning where I am. The president will be speaking to Congress tonight, and uh, and his administration has stated that he will speak boldly. He's going to tell Congress what to do this time. Um, and we've had people calling Congress like crazy. In fact, yesterday when Bacchus's, uh new plan came out that that um, didn't have a government or, or public option in it, um, we read the bill immediately and immediately started calling. In fact, I called Bacchus's office myself and uh, and said, this still doesn't work. Because in his plan, if you don't have health insurance or you didn't never bought health insurance or you didn't want health insurance or whatever, and for whatever reason, you would be fined up to $3,800 for a family, um, $15 to $2,100 for an individual, um, which isn't right, okay? And what that was for was to pay for part of the bill. Um, and they assumed that, you know, if you have 20, 20, 30 million people who don't want insurance um, because they don't believe in Western medicine, and, I, and that's a real good indicator to me, by the way, of, of where people are, um, that you would get fined and they would take in four or five hundred billion dollars over the course of ten years just from the fines. And, and boy, that made them look like heroes, you know. And I called, and, and then he also compared it to car insurance and said it's just like car insurance. You have to have car insurance, too. And now you have to have health insurance. And I said, you know what? I choose to buy a car and know that if I buy a car and I am threatening others on the road um, and myself, and I'm threatened by others on the road, that I have to have insurance. And I make a conscious financial decision that the car is going to cost so much money and so is the insurance. My life or living does not threat other, threaten others, and I am not threatened by others um, because of their health. Uh, they also tried to say, and compare it again to cars, that, that um, 10 million people who don't have insurance are youngsters who don't think they need it, and then they get into accidents and they have to go to the hospital and... Um, and that costs all of us a lot of money. Well, <clears throat> if they get into accidents, most of them have insurance because the insurance companies for the cars charge people who are younger, especially like between the ages of 16 and 25, their insurance is, is twice as high as my insurance. And that's what it's for because they do get into accidents and they get hurt or they hurt other people. So anyway, we called and well, we've got quite a network going other than <clears throat> uh, the people to the podcast, the people all over the world who listen to the podcast, and and I do see where you come from. I see all the different countries. Um, we don't track back to individuals, but we we do track back all the way to to uh, individual cities um, and areas in the city. You know, demographics are, are out there, uh, and we are in every country, and people do listen. And I know that people know what's going on in this country. Not not Americans. Most Americans still don't get it. But people from other countries are very aware of what's happening to our government and 
and it's shown through the healthcare process often. Um, Ronald Reagan warned people. Kennedy warned people. Dwight Eisenhower warned us. Uh, so that's a Democrat and two Republicans. Okay, they warned us that one of the ways that a society gets socialized is through their medicine. And uh, we have an administration that comes from um, the Democratic Socialists of America, which is not the Communist Party. Okay, Democratic Socialists of America actually came out as Students for a Democratic Society from the 60s. The, um, the Bill Ayers group, the Sololinsky Tactics, um, they are quite large. Uh, they have an affiliate, the International Socialists of America, um, the IS or SI, depends on, on which year you look up their records. And from that group of people, we have czars that surround the president and people within our Congress who are members, past members, um, or sympathizers with those two groups. Now, I happen to find, and I have sent these out to people, so uh, the documents themselves are safe. They can't be scrubbed off the Internet or anything. Um, but I have sent out to various people who have more clout than I do the documents that state um, exactly what's been going on for the last nine months, actually for the last year and a half, with all of this, this is going to be just amazing when it comes out. I mean, new people in America will be quite shocked, probably, because most people watch mainstream media or don't watch the news at all. They don't even understand um, uh, or didn't know who Van Jones was or, or why anybody would go after him and those kinds of things. And, you know, it, they, they, we always go back to the tunnel vision of it must be a vendetta and it's personal. And um, the personal is political and the political is personal. And all of it has to do with holistic health in some way or another because health, our health, our lives are the only things that we can really hold on to in, in living in this world. You know, you don't hold on to your money and you don't hold on to um, your past. If you do, you're in trouble. <laughs> if you try to hold on to your past, memories are fine. And the experiences that make you grow into a, a, a good human being or, or, or one that's at least trying to be the best you can be are fine. But we really don't hold on to all the other things around us. You know, you can't take your car with you and you can't take your money with you. But you do take your life with you when you lose your life. And, and we know that somehow, whether you're Christian or not, doesn't matter. You know that somehow when this portion of your path is done, when you're done walking on earth, doing your earth walk, uh, that something happens. You know, your energy transforms or dissipates or, or goes to heaven or goes to hell or goes to wherever your religion tells you it's going but we know that something happens even though in, when your body is done your, your body's done so we hold on to our health as being very personal and and we inherently and unconsciously sometimes will fight or stand up for or protect anything that's going to threaten that you know, people will have all kinds of things happen in their lives, and the one thing they'll say is, well, at least I have my health. 
because that's yours. You work on it. You have to take control of that. You have to be in charge of your health. You know that if you're not feeling well, you need to do something. You know, you not only just change something that you're doing that's making you not feel well, but also do the things that that use the things that God has provided, um, whether it's herbs or good water or fresh air or exercise, whatever it is, the planet to walk on. Um, you need to do things to make yourself feel better because you're the really the only one who can do that. Now, some people run to doctors and, and get prescriptions, and of course that's what's built up this whole healthcare thing. Um, people running all the time. I mean, if a kid has a sniffles, you take them to the doctor. And, you know, so the insurance companies are not good companies because um, they, they want the largest profits at our expense. Pharmaceutical companies, the, our pharmaceutical companies are the biggest corporations in the world, much bigger than oil or gas or, or food or anything else. We empowered them to do that by the way we treat our health instead of taking care of ourselves and being in charge of ourselves. Doctors do make a lot of money. Some of them make much more than they should, but many doctors also work harder than more than most people I know. And it's, and they try. And it's Western medicine, and I don't agree with Western medicine, but that's the way they're taught. So I don't judge them for what they do. I, you know, if it, is there a doctor in the house? You heard it so many times, and it that doesn't mean they're necessarily going to get paid, but they're going to be the first one there to try to help somebody save their life or save their health. Um, but their systems in the hospitals and, and with the testing and everything else have caused health care costs to rise. And a lot of that comes from no tort reform, and that comes from lawyers. So doctors and lawyers, you know... You can tell jokes all you want. You hear a lot more jokes about the lawyers than you do the doctors because because the ambulance chasers and the litigations um, for anything um, have raised health care costs. So what they need to do with health care, I've said before, is tort reform to stop all these, these um, uh, litigations that cost us millions of dollars. Uh, you know, my back's been broken. I've been hit. I've been, I mean, I've been, jeez. And only one time did I sue, and I got nothing because I, when I got hit, I didn't go to the hospital. And the judge told me, he says, you ever get hit by a car again, make sure you're bleeding. If you're not bleeding, at least that you're totally unconscious when somebody finds you and takes you to the hospital because there's no way you have a case unless you do that because that's, they base all of, all their cases on that. I'm not sure that I could. My, my willpower and my, um, my self-esteem and, the way I was brought up and my constitution tell me that if I'm able to stand and walk, I will stand and walk. But most people, many people, don't do that. They, they want the money. So, yeah, we've caused our own problems. So they need tort reform and they need nationalized health insurance so it crosses state lines so that there's competition. And they need um, Medicaid and Medicare fraud enforcement. Um, and they need to stop giving everything to illegal aliens. And you stop, you do those four things, and you have health reform that would save us billions and hundreds of billions of dollars. But they won't do that because all the Congress people are lawyers, and they don't want tort reform. And then we have this other thing, this DSA, this Democratic Socialists of America. Their agenda 
That is exactly the platform that the president ran on, and I mean exactly verbatim, exactly the platform he ran on. In fact, last night I found a letter to the president that this is what you should do as soon as you get into office. You need to write a stimulus package of $700 billion for, um, to be dispersed to poor people and oppressed people, those who have been, you know, not received all the reparations that they should have. Well, that doesn't mean just black people. That means anybody that, um, uh, it's gay people, it's Latinas, it's black, it's, it's, um, the poor and the homeless. Uh, because their belief is that, that there shouldn't be a class society. They should be classless. Um, sounds very much like old Germany, doesn't it? <clears throat> but anyway, I, I'm reading this letter from the vice chairman of Democratic Socialists of America to the new president and as he goes down through this letter he he says to do the 700 billion dollar stimulus and i stop and i'm like i remember just you know seven months ago when this was going on and a lot of the people in congress kept saying where'd you come up with this number why did you come up with 700 billion when pelosi and her friends wrote the stimulus and and nobody could answer it they just always needed a large number we were trying to cover all the bases and and then some of the people the congressmen who voted congress people who voted for the stimulus um said afterwards that they were threatened and told that there would be martial law if they didn't sign this and or vote for this and and it needed to be done right now or everything would melt down to nothing and um and then I see this this mandate from this group that says this is what you do first. Get this seven hundred billion and the fact that it says seven hundred billion, I mean there's the telltale because that's what they came up with. They said, Oh, they said do seven hundred billion, we're gonna do seven hundred billion. And um and the rest of their agenda of course is is single payer, universal health care and empowering the unions to destroy the corporations because they don't believe in capitalism. And um uh, cap and trade basically to stop the carbon emissions and, and grow all these green ecologically good jobs. That's where Van Jones and Carol Browner come in. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, force through some educational policies of smaller schools, which is where some more of the czars come in. Um, and then they get rid of the other schools. I mean, a lot of the things that this, these kinds of groups do, they, they, you know, ideologically they think they're helping everybody, but they don't ever look at the consequences of their actions and what it does to everyone else. So anyway, that's all laid out there, and uh, it will be part of what some hundreds of thousands of us will um, be demonstrating against in Washington. The demonstration is a visual. Um, it's something that that shows Congress and and others around Capitol Hill and, and the White House that, um, that this isn't, you know, a little thing, that there's a lot of people involved here who know what you're doing or what's going on and disagree with it. And, uh, and of course, the mainstream media probably won't even cover it, but I think they have to once it gets this big. And, and it will be hundreds of thousands of people, so you really need to, to watch. You probably don't, don't watch any of the other channels. <laughs> Try to give Fox News if you can, because of course they're going to be the only ones covering it. It's not that they, they're not in charge of this. You know, Glenn Beck said something about 9-12, about what that day meant to Americans, um, because of 9-11. And that's where 9-12 came from, that the day after 9-11, Americans were the most together that they've been probably 
since the revolution, or a little bit after John Kennedy was killed. They felt threatened, and they, when, when Americans feel threatened, they get rid of a lot of their biases and their angers, and, and, and they kind of draw together. My daughter did it after 9-11. She was in uh, uh, high school, I guess, and a new, I think, I can't remember, I think she was a freshman. Um, but anyway, it, it, they pulled together, all the kids in her class pulled together very quickly because they weren't sure where the enemy was. If there were terrorists in their town, you know, living close to them that were going to do things in, in the city. Um, and so they, they overlooked, overcame all the differences in the classroom. And, and I was amazed. I mean, they just had, you know, it didn't matter. You had 10 guys and 14 girls and, they hung out and they watched friends on television and they were so close and they talked about everything and I, I'm like, wow, we didn't do that. We had parties and we had cliques, but we weren't like 30, 40, 50 kids that got along. <laughs> and they did. And that's what Americans do. They pull together when they feel threatened because that's how we were built. We were built on revolting against tyranny and... Um, we had to use violence in the revolution to do that, but the, you know, the Constitution didn't come out for four years after the revolution. I mean, it took time to determine how to govern ourselves, and, and we laid that out and said, we the people will do these kinds of things, and we will have this kind of power. We'll govern ourselves, but we need government to, to provide certain things for the whole. Not to run us, not to be the um, solution to our problems or the solution to all of our needs. God was there for that. That's why we had everything say, in God we trust. And you know what? We did pretty well, didn't we? Until uh, right after, well, I guess it really started right after World War II, but it started before World War II with FDR um, and Teddy Roosevelt before that trying to do this new progressive thing that came out of Europe. Um, and the progressives, anything that says progress, you can't talk to a Czechoslovakian and use the word progress because they know that the progressives of Europe were uh, eventually became the Nazi party. They were socialists first. It was a nationalist, national socialist party. That's what Nazi, the word Nazi comes from. Not communism. It's national socialist party that then evolved into <clears throat> ethnic cleansing and all those kinds of things that they believe they have to do. So when you hear Glenn Beck say that you've got somebody on the advisory panel for the president who hasn't been vetted and um, gone through Congress or anything, who believes in population control, and another one that believes that animals can sue you and that guns should be taken away from all the citizens, um, and another one that believes that all whites are polluting and toxic and, and causing dropping poisons on blacks so that you can have a black-white now civil war. When you have those kinds of things and those kinds of people surrounding the President of the United States, who is the most powerful man in the world, or was, and then have all the other ideologies behind that, you've got a problem. And that's where the American people are coming from. The basic American, not the ones that you, the other ones that you see with all the, the, um, the, the pre-made signs. Of course, now they're changing that because we've talked about that. So now they're trying to hand print some of their signs. But if you look at their faces from the, the, the pro side, they, they don't even know what they're, they're doing there. Most of them are paid. 
um, $35 to go stand with their sign and told how to do it. But the American people, the ones who feel it in their gut, who started getting educated, who found the ways to learn what was happening, who asked the questions, who called their representatives, um, who went to the town halls, have come together and they said, you know, baloney. This is my country. This is my flag. You're not going to stop on it. You're not going to do this. So we're going to be in, um, I'm leaving at 4 o'clock in the morning. We've done all we can here. We're going up to Washington, D.C. And um, and we'll be part of the 9-12 march on Washington that will happen from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night that day next this Saturday. So if you can still, if you can get there, you should. This is historic. And there is a reason to be there other than tea parties and bags. It's not just you're taxing this or taxing that. That's not just what this is about anymore. Of course, the taxation is the basis for the beginning because when a government is doing what it's not supposed to do for the people, it starts taxing them for everything. And that's what this country revolted against to become this country. So that's where it began. The Tea Parties are not frivolous. And the Tea Party Express that has gone across the country is not frivolous. But as everybody gets there, the 912 Project and the Freedom of... you I mean, there's, there's, I don't know, hundreds of different little groups that have hundreds of buses and cars and planes flying into to Washington, D.C., but um, as they all come together, they all might have little individual agendas that have certain points in it, but the main thing is um, our country was being threatened. It still is in some ways. Our Constitution is being threatened, but we're on to them. <laughs> and we have, now we're not just on to them, we have the evidence and we have things that we can do now to remove those from Congress who are anti-American and believe that um, that um, socialism should overthrow capitalism and 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 provide this global Marshall plan um, they need to be removed and the president's advisors need to be removed and and if the president believes and agrees with all these people he's surrounded himself with and this agenda that he apparently is following to the letter I mean, it's verbatim. It's to the letter. If he's following what they have told him to do, then he needs to be removed too. And we'll go from there. And yes, there will be all kinds of chaos. But so what? You know what? I think in most Americans' lives, the last several months have been more chaotic than they have been for years and years and years. You know, people don't talk about the people dying in Afghanistan or the ones still dying in Iraq. You never hear a news story about Iraq at all, but people are still getting killed there. Our people. Our soldiers, our Marines, um, they say one thing about being, having the highest kill rate in Afghanistan ever um, in the month of August, but but nobody really talks about it. They're constantly talking about and feeling and reacting to what this administration has been doing to its people. And, um, and to me, I mean, you know, I've gone through the Vietnam War as a Marine and... And I was around when Kennedy was killed. In fact, I remember watching every, the whole funeral procession on television. I was around when we finally got rid of Nixon and he had to resign. Um, Johnson's New Deal, which really was a continuation of the FDR thing and, and the Clinton thing after that. I mean, and those are all chaotic things, all, um, 
within the realm and sphere of the revolution of our planet. But the last several months, actually the last year and a half, have been the most chaotic and stressful as far as what I'm feeling around me and the energy of the people around me that I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, not all coming from fear coming from actual just frustration and helplessness or the feeling that people are helpless until they remember their power as Americans and they get empowered by their friends to remember that. Um, and at first they re respond with fear and anger, but it's not fear and anger now that's marching on Washington. This is empowerment. Um, and I hope if you can't be there that you've at least tried to be at something in your area. And if not that, then you at least... Um, support everyone who's going there for you. They're doing this not just for themselves, but for you. And how do you do that? You call your representatives and your senators. If you don't know their numbers, I have the list of everybody. Um, and it's very easy to do. I mean, it's, you know, I can tell you the vice president's number off the top of my head because I've called that office 20,000 times. It's 202. 2242424. How hard is that? And you call that office, you'll get, you'll get a machine most of the time. Once in a while you'll get some staff member answering. And you tell them, you don't want any more votes in Congress until they investigate ACORN and Apollo, the Apollo Alliance and OFA. They vet the czars, which will clean out most of those people because everything will come out about them. And that you, and that the people in Congress who are members or, or sympathizers with these organizations are removed and recalled. That there should not be a vote on anything until that happens. And that's not, you know, we're not going to win that one right away. But that there shouldn't be. And the reason that there shouldn't be is because if they are people who advocate the overthrow of the government or, uh, the input of their own government to replace ours, why are they voting on anything? Why are they voting on a health reform bill? Why did they vote on the stimulus? Because that's what their plan was. Why did they vote on the omnibus after that? That was their plan. Okay? It's been in the plan for a long time. Um, but you, that's how you support. If you can't march to Washington, if you can't go... Have the guts to get on the phone. If you can't, okay. Now you don't have the guts either. I don't know why. But you can leave a message, you know, if you have to. Um, then fax or email them. But let them know this is how you're feeling. Don't sit back and, and hope and just pray. Pray is good. We all need the gog or need the prayers this coming weekend. But, um, especially. But, but remember God needs his warriors. And God helps those who help themselves. And so you have to, yes, get on your knees and pray. But you also um, have to take action. Because you're a human being. You're part of this earth. You're part of this world. And you're supposed to. You need to. And for your own sake, you need to. So that you feel that you're part of the United States of America. Um, and you people in other countries, whether you're American or not, you know what's going on. Send your energies, because I know you understand. And for those in certain areas that are much more spiritual than others, really send your energies, because I know you truly understand what's going on. So anyway, um, you can go to earthwalk-usa.com. We have all kinds of things on there. We have the health reform page. We have social issues, one and two pages that have a lot of things on them, a lot of videos, a lot of statements, a lot of letters. Um, blogs, you know, people who like to read a lot of things, they're, they're on there. Of course, we also have the health stuff, and my books are on there. And, you, you know, I talked about the EPA and the FDA and everything in book two. 
um, long before you're going to hear about it on the news. So um, get there, earthwalk-usa.com. And, um, and once again, pray for us, wish us luck. I will be feeling you with me, and I'm going to try to take, take some stuff with me, maybe put some pictures up on, on our site or whatever of what's happening in Washington, D.C. This is Raina G. Thanks for listening.